No, Riha, I don't think it's a good idea for uh, to get in an elevator with Roy Rice. Oh, hey, this is the Scoop and Score podcast. Always glad to bring you some football insight and some good times. We've got a packed studio today. We got Big Red Joe making his first uh, appearance in the studio. How's it going, Joe? It's going well. I just want everyone to know that it is 8.30 and he has sunglasses on. Can we start calling you Cool Joe? It's Joe Cool. Joe Cool. All right. We also have Cole Reha back, and he brought his wonderful girlfriend, Chaney. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm um, pretty good over here. Yeah, she's just reading a book. She doesn't care. All right. So we got a couple of news to uh, discuss before we get to the team previews. Noon to the New England Patriots. Joe, you're used to be or is a Pats fan. What do you think about that? Well, <clears throat> um,. You know, it could be a chance for uh, Cam to uh, come back and prove that he's worth something. He's making minimum now, and he's you know get, not getting paid for shit. So if he does well, he's probably going to bolt and find a, a better deal with some better team. Yeah, uh, it is a one million one year deal, but the contract says that he can be franchise tagged after this upcoming deal. So if he plays good. He might be locked down in New England. Did you see how low his guaranteed money is? Like 500000 Yeah, they're going through a list of like players that have more guaranteed money than him. And it was like Ryan Lindley, A.J. McCarron, Matt Barkley, just really? all these backup quarterbacks. That's a shame. Seems crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, w- with it being Newton with the Pats, is, are they a playoff lock, Reha? Yeah, I would say so. I think... A lock. Yeah, for sure. I think Newton, he's he's only 31 years old. He's still got a lot left in the tank. And I think Belichick will obviously fit the system to how Newton plays. But also, like, when they brought in Randy Moss, you know, like a personality, like Mm -hmm. really loud, whatever. Newton's kind of the same way. I think Belichick can handle that and bring out the best in him. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Joe, you have anything to add to uh, All right. I disagree completely. I think they will get probably second to last in the division. Second to last? Yes. Who's second? Jets. Oh. Yeah. Bills are going to take it for sure. Who's last? The Jets. Oh, okay. No, I meant second, and you said Jets. Yeah. Second to last. You said Patriots second to last. Yeah. Jets will be last, then the Patriots. See the Dolphins? Then the it's magic. Let's go. They're going to get second in the division. Um, but I forgot where I was going. Thanks. <laughs> well, you kinda... I don't think that uh, his play style will fit too well with Belichick's system. And sure, Belichick can develop a system for Cam. But, uh, you know, it's going to take a whole season at least just to get it. Look at the Ravens really last year. Yeah, but Raven, that's we're talking about Jackson. That's a generational talent, man. So is Cam. Oh shit, Cam was MVP. a generational talent. Heisman. It was in 2011 and 2014, wasn't it? 15. Mm-hmm. Led his team to a Super Bowl. That's the 2010s, man. We're in the 20s. Huh? <laughs> and shit, fucking uh, Belichick couldn't handle Antonio Brown either, could he? Antonio no Brown could handle him. Yeah, Antonio There's Brown the couldn't. Point. That's the point. Couldn't handle himself. Uh, could the Pats keep up a dynasty like this? Keep like waiting till like and getting veterans for a bare minimum, building a team around them. Say next year, uh, they they move on from Cam, Andy Dalton or Philip Rivers could be 
headed to New England. A couple years from now, Jordan, off of yeah, Jordan Love veteran. takes over for Packers. Does Aaron Rodgers go over to the Patriots? Could a dynasty like this keep going? Joe? No. You sounded like <laughs> Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's going to happen, they can't. They got to have a solid run game and a solid defense to lean on instead of you know having a veteran quarterback every year to keep a dynasty going. I don't think so. But a veteran but uh, still a quarterback would be fight. low cap, so they can actually build on well, stuff like that. There's a reason why they're low cap and looking for a new market, and they're not going to go uproot their entire system just to join the Patriots to maybe win a Super Bowl. If especially if they got running back by committee, which they do, and they have had for years. How many years does Belichick have left? Because he's oh, mid-60s. Yeah, well, Pete Carroll's, what, in his 70s? Yeah, but he looks like he's 50. Yeah, that's true. He's a good-looking guy. He's in shape. You can tell he works out. Yeah, definitely. He takes care of himself. I don't know. I bet he eats a lot Are of beets. You... A lot of what? A lot of beets. A lot of beets? Yep. Okay, Dwight. <laughs> All right, if we have nothing else to add new, or to the Newton thing, Joe, you looked like you were going to go on a rant, but... No, I wrote it down. All right. Right there. All right, so then we also got the preseasons getting cut to two games. Good. I like that a lot. Both helps the players' health, either career or for fantasy. Helps either way. But it also hurts uh, players' chances to make a roster if you're an undrafted uh, rookie. Might as well just take the veteran. You know what you're getting from them. Rehal, what do you think about uh, preseason getting cut to two games? Yeah, I think really it should be two games, if not nothing, honestly. They should do more. I think Personally, I think they should do more like joint practices, make training camp not longer, but I don't know more about training camp, not the games. Mm-hmm. So I think preseason games like the starters are still playing snaps they're still putting wear and tear on their body that they probably shouldn't especially like veteran players who are proven don't have to play in games like that which i know a lot don't but i just think we should do away with preseason altogether what about you i'm the same way uh like you said, joint practices, uh, like Rams and Chargers get together. Yeah. Have a team like you can do like four scrimmages with, and basically they pre- do that. That they should do like maybe a joint practice a couple days with this team, and then maybe switch to another team. I'm guessing the only thing that's keeping that is TV deals and yeah, uh, bingo money stuff like that. Not really for the players. Maybe they worked out something with with the uh, NFLPA to <clears throat> reduce it or something, but. Uh, they might reduce preseason now that they have an extra game coming, uh, not this year, but the next year, 2021. Yeah, so, which is dumb, I think. We should yeah. keep it the same. And, uh, it's going to mess with stats and Yeah, but history. you had another two weeks of the regular season. I like it's that. going to judge yeah. stats now, like from previous seasons. If you have that extra game. You just like college was. Yeah. What I was thinking there is like, Cole was saying, you know, I heard Jake was saying about how undrafted free agents aren't going to have as good a chance to make a team. I mean, that's the perfect opportunity for them to branch out to the AFL or the XFL or whatever the hell, you know, the next version of that may be and do the fucking NBA shit where they have a G League. They have a team associate where uh, they can farm players that way. You know, every other sport has that kind of system. Why can't we do it for football? And it seems to work pretty well. Yeah. Oh, XFL did get uh, bankrupt. Well, that's. I'm just saying, Jake. A league like it. This, you know, this that that idea. 
I don't know why NFL I think it's a good idea. branch you can, off. You can put teams, you know, in places and cities that don't have football, and then I guarantee they'd sell and get a lot of fans and a lot of money. Maybe the Vikings would come down to Des Moines. I can probably. I Chiefs, they, they go to Omaha. Chiefs, yeah. What? They go to Omaha before they go to Des Moines. I bet. Well, I mean, uh, the Wild go down here. The Timberwolves come go down well, to Des Moines. I'm just saying, like in general, the like Chiefs would go to Omaha, and then yeah, I don't know. Omaha should go. Nah, they won't. I don't think they'll ever put a pro team in Omaha with the Skurs. The Skurs. I'm serious, man. That's one state team, one uh, team state. Fair enough, I guess. All right. You guys ready to get to the team previews? Oh, quick mm-hmm. thought. Yep. Uh, Joe, so the new Madden. Uh-huh. They're having a career mode. Okay. And Nebraska is one of the yes, eight to ten teams. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you might as well just rename that game NCAA Football 2021 because that's all I care about. And that's all we've been using it as. That's right. it. That's, that's the end of it. That's, that's pretty cut and dry. All right. <laughs> Uh, with that said, we will be going to the LA LA Rams nine and seven on the season. Uh, Coach Sean McVay, uh, what were some of your guys' uh, takeaways from their off season? They uh, they traded away Brandon Cooks, Todd Gurley, and Clay Matthews uh, get released. Leonard Floyd and uh, Ashawn Robinson get signed, and Littleton and Brockers leave. Uh, Rehal, what what's one of your big takeaways? Uh, I think. Well, obviously, Gurley getting released. That's weird, but it makes sense. They need to save money. Yeah. Um, Same with the Clay Matthews thing. Yeah. I still don't know. Uh, like, he had a pretty good year last year, but I just don't know how many years he has left. I don't know, even know how many years he had left on his deal. Yeah. The Cook's trade, I thought, was a pretty smart deal to make. Second rounder money. for a team that needs to release that contract. Jesus. Yeah. Another reason why uh, Bill O'Brien should be fired. Yeah. Oh, boy. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, uh, Joe, what do you think about the Rams offseason? <clears throat> I think they did okay. Uh, you know, they're trying to move on from – I think they're trying to build a long-term kind of situation where – what was that, year, two years ago now, where they played in the Super Bowl? Yep. Yeah. I think they were just going all out Super Bowl or bust that year, and now they're just trying to – they're going to try and make it into a more long-term kind of situation, not where it's we're going to sign, you know, everybody and their brother that's you know, a big name this year to make the Super Bowl and win. They're going to try and, you know, develop and turn themselves into a better team instead of just buying some big names. And has got the uh, answer for that? If you find a solid running back, maybe. Well, they did draft uh, Cam Akers, good running back out of Florida State. Florida State, yep. yeah, I don't know. I like. Well, um, I think that's a good pick because he was highly recruited, and he played on some pretty shitty Florida State teams, yeah. like with bad yeah. offensive lines, and he still put up good stats. Florida State, so like really go down the shitter. Florida State sucks. Chubba Purdy now. Yeah. That's a, I think that one could be uh, your next uh, you know, big time running back. Not, I don't think Cam, I don't see Cam Akers is going to be like, in this situation we're talking about. He's not going to be leading the Rams to the Super Bowl. If and that, if that is, and is that is that because he's like not talented or because their O line struggles? Yes. 
Alright. Works out for me. What was that? Squirter. Uh, also some needs besides O-line, which, I mean, they have no cap, and they barely had any picks to actually make a difference on that offensive line. But they also have a linebacker need with Littleton gone and Matthews released. And they also have a, uh, I think that they need to switch up, not switch up like permanently, but like coaching wise, John McVay, like really good offense, 2018. I think teams kind of figured them out. Uh, O-line definitely didn't help, but I think just like switching up a scheme because he's smart enough. He's a really smart coach. I just think that, uh, the NFL's figuring him out, and he needs to switch something up, whether that's bringing in a new offensive coordinator or just bouncing off a couple ideas. Rehal, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. I think it will change, too, with Gurley being gone. Like, they're not uh, – since, since like, the contract extension, they kind of, like, felt like they need to use them. Yeah. Use that where that they paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, like, they're, like, he's obviously one of the best running backs in the league, so they could rely on him. So they're going to have to change up other things schematically to probably utilize Goff more, which it's hard telling how he'll do. Yeah, because I know he needs time to read a defense. Mm -hmm. And with that O-line, I mean, and Whitworth's 39, 40. uh, Oh, God, there was another one that was super – John Sullivan. I don't know if he retired or not. I can't remember. But, I mean, old or useless is that O-line – I think they're going to utilize Cooper Cup way more this year. He's good. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to be drafting uh, Robert Woods in fantasy with Brandon Cooks gone. All right. So, Joe, give me a a predicted record for the L.A. Rams. A predicted record for the L.A. Rams. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, I'll give them a 10-6. 10-6. All right. I'm going to go 8-8. Eight eight. Ooh. All right. So it's just, I don't know. Fair hard enough. Telling. I don't know how many, like, I... Hard to Obviously, they have Donald and Ramsey, two best players in their positions in the league. Yeah. But For truth. do they have enough? Everything around that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I'm going to... Uh, I made a noise when he said 8-8, eight and eight, but I'm probably going to go 9-7, too, just because... And that's a tough division. Seahawks and 49ers. The Cardinals... Maybe no nope. coming on. Rams could honestly be last in the in their division. I know. Second last. I I think I might make a bet on uh, Cardinals making the playoffs. I don't know yet. I wouldn't. We'll get to that at the end of uh, team previews when we have our uh, playoff prediction thing. But right now we will go to the Miami Dolphins, who are five and eleven. Coach Brian Flores looked really good at the end of the year especially when they beat the uh, Patriots to knock them off a bye, which ended up knocking them out of the playoffs. But they got the Pats, Bills, Jets in their division. Uh, Reha, they uh, draft Tua. They drafted a offensive tackle, Austin Jackson. Uh, they sign Jordan Howard, uh, Van Noy, Byron Jones, Shaq Lawson, uh, Landon Roberts. What, what would you grade this offseason for the Dolphins? I'll say an A minus. They're A-. taking a step in the right direction. I don't think they're quite there yet. They need another year or two. Okay. But 
Uh, they did pay Jones a lot of money. I don't think he's worth that much. So it's hard telling if that'll hurt him in the future or... Yeah, um, they did spend a lot of money. Uh, I think Van Noy got a pretty good-sized contract. Um, and it's hard telling of him, too, because he's a Patriots player. And all the Patriots players play at an extremely high level in that system. But That's why I don't know it why. Depends, he, like, look at Jamie Collins going to the Browns. He wasn't relevant at all. And then, then he, he goes left back again. to the Patriots and then goes off and then signed another huge deal with mm-hmm. the Lions. Yep. Yeah, and we'll... Oh talk about that later when we do the Patriots but uh yeah it I don't know and Brian Flores knows these players though so they could true fit yeah. in that scheme uh Joe you're a uh former Pats fan what do you think about all these uh Pat additions well I don't I don't I don't really know uh you know we we, we won't know until the season starts and they start to play and see how they can mesh and gel together and all that but like Cole said, anytime you bring a, a Patriots player into another system, it usually doesn't pan out. I mean, I, I you know Brian Flores might be a, a good coach, but Belichick's Belichick, you know. That's mm-hmm. that's a tough yeah. Tough situation look there. at Matt Patricia; he's brought some uh, uh, flower, yeah, flowers. flowers. Uh, didn't have a very good year. Uh, they brought in. Mm, well, obviously, Jamie Collins this year. I can't remember who was the other one besides Flowers last year. Amendola. Well, yeah, they did bring Amendola. Oh, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to switch subjects, so keep going. Oh, I was just talking, like, <laughs> Belichick's scheme. Like, other people try to run it, but I don't think they get the same respect as Belichick does. But I do think Flores gets a lot of respect from his players. Yeah, especially the way they ended last year. Yeah. I um, think that... Locker room's going to be bought in. But Patricia, no. Just look at Darius Slay. Yeah, you might as well just have fired him this offseason yeah. and rebuilt. Which makes me sad because I do think Matt Patricia is a good coach. Just Lions will be the Lions. Hey, the Lions had some good runs there back in the day. They did, but... And if you want to talk Lions being the Lions, you got to talk about the Dolphins being the Dolphins. <laughs> They're still going to suck, even though I just called them for a second. That's fair. It's uh, magic, baby. Let's go. Let's see. All right. With that being said, uh, who starts week one? Fitz Magic or uh, Tua? Tua. Oh. Fitz. I think I'm going to go Fitz, too. It's just like uh, I'm trying to think years past where they say someone else is going to be a starter and all of a sudden rookie starting. I think it might be different, though, with uh, like Tua. Everyone says he's like fully recovered and stuff like that. But also, why take the risk when your offense isn't re or your offensive line isn't rebuilt and there's real no like notification for it? Yeah, I just think it's gonna be like Fitz might start week one, but I think it'll just be like the Browns where Tyrod Taylor started and then Baker came in week two or three. Yeah, start the rest of the year. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Which I mean, but the injury thing—that's another thing. Like I don't know. If they're going to wait on that. And I, I hope they do. Yeah. Because Tua, he's good. And I don't yeah. yeah. I You got you to ask, what what are the what are the Dolphins' goals for this season? What are their goals? What, what do you think they're playing this season for? Build a culture. Build a culture? Yeah. Do you think they're going to do that throwing in uh, injured, well, maybe injured quarterback week one against the NFL? Defenses, or are they going to have? Are they going to have a? Uh, you know, it's Goodell lining up a quarterback. 
It, I'd say it depends. Are they going to have Fitzmagic come out there, who's played in NFL games for years now? I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be the guy for any long-term thing, but if you want to build a culture, you know, it, it always helps to you know give him some time to develop, and especially since he you know coming from Alabama. When was the last time an Alabama quarterback was anything worth a shit in the NFL? Yeah, really. I, I completely agree with what you're saying, but also. Depends how training camp goes and who gives them the best chance to win because Brian Flores can lose a locker room if they throw Ryan Fitzpatrick out there, but everyone knows two is the best one. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he starts to suck, you know, but then you take him out. That's just the, the difference between a starter and a bank backup, though. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Fitzmagic's going to play the whole season. I'm just saying. Oh, no, I, I, I know. Like if, he, you know if he goes to shit, take him out, but... Yeah. If he goes and he plays, you know, good old-fashioned Dolphins football for 16 games, he's going to play all 16 games. He's gonna start and I loved it. Like, even, like, during the uh, last game where Dolphins won against the Pats, I was still kind of rooting for Fitz just because, like... No, I'm always rooting for Fitz. Man. Huh. What? What's the Josh Rosen situation? They're going to run three quarterback oh. on the rock? I don't know. Is he still going to be good? I mean, he's a top-ten yeah, pick. He's I bet he could, big. Yeah. I bet that's just Bait. that has to be just a fifth round pick now. Probably now. What did what did they give up for him? Third round pick. Ah, that's still a pretty good gamble though. They probably didn't expect to have fucking Tua fall into the lap, so I think they're like, ah. they, yeah, they figured start the year tank for Tua. Yeah, one pick and fifth and like, oh, he can still drop to you. I'm still not sold on Tua either. Just in general. I didn't see him. Yeah, I'm not. He, I don't think of the receivers he played with. Exactly. And Ruggs, the offensive line and the defense and the Ruggs, coaching. Ruggs, Judy, Waddle. You could say that him. about Joe Burrow, too, though. That is true. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a fair case. Not really Air Bear. Huh? Uh, just Justin Herbert. Yeah. He, what did you call him? Air Bear. Air Bear. Why? That's what Pat McAfee calls him. I don't know. Uh, a bear, what like uh, there was a guy in the NFL with you spell Herbert, but they pronounce it uh, a bear. All right. And then you say air bear because he's a he's quarterback. A quarterback. Yeah, yeah, you I get it. Yep. Yeah. All right, moving on. That's to what my pee wee. Uh, the Vikings, huh? <laughs> oh, I wasn't done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh uh, no, wait, I was not. Oh shit, I wasn't kidding. Oh, uh, what was the? Uh, What's the predicted record for uh, the Dolphins, Reha? Um, six wins. Six wins? Yeah. All right. Joe? I'm going to go, well, let's see here. I'll give them six wins as well, and they go one and one with the Pats. That's a pretty good bet. I'm going to go eight and eight. Eight and eight? With yep. who's starting, though? Either. Either. Okay. Um, and they get, oh, yeah, they get third in their division still. Jets are going to suck. Jets do suck. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will get back to the Vikings and the Patriots. And we're back. Minnesota Vikings, next team uh, up to uh, grade 10-6 on uh, the year for 2019, Coach Mike Zimmer. Uh, Reha. They uh, draft Justin Jefferson, replace uh, Stephon Diggs. They get Jeff Gladdy, uh, 31st overall from TCU, and Urza Cleveland, an offensive tackle from Boise State. I think that was 
I think he was first round value too. Yeah. What yeah, would high you? Values. What would you grade uh, their draft uh, this season? Oh, I probably an A, honestly. I think uh, obviously with Diggs, you're gonna have to pay him a lot of money, and he was a problem, personality-wise, attitude-wise, caused a lot of controversy. So they shipped him out, went to Buffalo, draft Jefferson, and I think Jefferson is gonna be a great NFL player. And then with Jeff Gladney from TCU, I think that's a cornerback they need. Uh, obviously, a lot of their defense players left last year via free agency or released them. I can't remember who else left. I know Xavier Rhodes is gone. Everson Griffin's gone. But uh, that then, Urza Cleveland, a great tackle, a good talent. I don't know if Riley Reef left or if he's still there. But I imagine... Did you say Riley Reed? Riley Reef. Oh. That's a porn star. Get your, get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, I think it's they had great draft, honestly. Yeah. Uh, good that they picked up a cornerback. Uh, some of the losses ahead, Xavier Rhodes to uh, Rehas, Colts, uh, Trey Waynes, uh, Matheson Alexander, Everson Griffin's gone probably. I mean, he's still a free agent, but I think he might be going Seahawks. Uh, Andrew Sandejo. And Lavelle Joseph, but they uh, get all those draft picks, and they signed up Michael Pierce from the Ravens, which he he's a stud. Yeah, I ran with uh, who's the DN they have? The uh, Neil Hunter. Yeah, Neil Hunter's good. Yeah, and I think he's super he's young. young too, like twenty four. He came into the league when he was only twenty. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he have they signed him to an extension? Because he's gonna make big money. I can't. I can't tell you. I bet by the time if he hasn't done an extension, he gets he might be getting Aaron Donald money. Yeah, because the market will go up. Yeah, he's real deal. He's good. All right, so Joe, if you had to uh, point out a need for the Vikings, no, you're saying no to this one. All right, I'll point out some needs I see. <laughs> Secondary, definitely. Uh, they lost their top three cornerbacks and uh, and a safety leads. Uh, the uh, TCU cornerback definitely can't make that all up himself, and I don't think they signed any free agents for that cornerback position, so uh, their defense is going to struggle. They still have really good linebackers, Harrison Smith, and I can't remember who their safety was. He's good. They franchise tagged him. They did? But yeah, he was really good last year. I can't remember his name either. And I was just talking to Jack about it too. I can't remember. Uh, also, I think that they need – one or two weapons to step up. Uh, Kyle Rudolph's on the decline, so I think Irv Smith really needs mm-hmm. to step into a role. I think he will, too. Yeah, he. I mean, uh, at the end of the season, he started playing more. Uh, yeah, he's an extremely athletic tight end. Yeah, and Kyle Rudolph. I mean, they could, yeah, they could split Irv Smith out, too, put him in the slot. Or... Yeah, and then um, with Stephon Diggs gone, I don't have a lot of faith in Adam Thielen. Because not only because he does his most of the work in the slot, which they're talking about putting Justin Jefferson in, but also just he's he's old for how many years he's been in the league. He's had he had to work to get in the league and be successful. So I just don't know how many years he can actually put that up. Same with Cousins too. I mean he's good, but is he great? He had the second best uh, NFL. I think in history for percentage. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't care. 
I think they paid him way too much. Oh, they he paid him again this offseason, so uh, he lived up to it, and they're like, let us pay you more. So his agent has negotiated. And they won a playoff game against the Saints. Big, okay. ga- big game win. Didn't think that from Cousins. He did it. And they like, well. And, and then what? What do you mean what? Then they, what happened after that? They lost to the team that went to the Super Bowl. I bet. Uh, I don't remember the score. I don't either. No, but anyway, about Cousins. His agent has negotiated the best contracts ever. Sam Bradley. Well, no, but Cousins deals, they're short three-year deals, and it's like a lot of money guaranteed. Uh, so basically he's betting on himself that he won't get hurt or something, and he keeps re-signing him. So by the time he's retired, he's going to have three or four deals that are fully guaranteed. And you don't see that. For not fully guaranteed, but a lot of guaranteed money. You don't see that for a quarterback so that's the, yeah, long not going to be a making, Hall of Famer. He's going to be making more money than someone who would, say, sign like a five- or six-year deal. Yeah, that's just smart there. Well, I'm not saying he doesn't have a good agent. He has a great agent. Kirk Cousins' agent deserves a raise for how much money Kirk Cousins gets for being an okay quarterback. Would you say Fair he's enough. above average? He is average. I'd say he's above. You like that? I don't care. <laughs> say what you want. I don't know. He's average. You like that. All right. Like that, Joe? I'm all right. All right. We also, have, mm-hmm. okay. we also have uh, Dalvin Cook threatening to hold out if he doesn't get an extension. Uh, I've heard rumors about him wanting, like, not Christian McCaffrey money, but up there with, like, Zeke. Nope. And, I mean, it kind of, well, nope. he didn't have, he had, like, injury history and stuff like that. Uh, no, but the way, he, but the way he put it, that offense on there and uh, Mike Zimmer's plan of using play action passes off the run, I mean, I if he holds out, they're, they could be the worst in the division. I'd say just, Hey, I'm always young. Yeah. Joe, what do you think about Dalvin Cook? <clears throat> well, if, you know, if that's the kind of scheme they're wanting to run, if that's what he's going to want to be, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, they're going to try and you know, take advantage of him, you know, have him, you know, run hard for a couple of years and use, uh, use that play action game. But uh, it's like we were saying earlier with the Kirk Cousins deal where he gets three years and he bets on himself. If they were smart, they'd sign him for uh, you know a solid extension for a long time because the market's just going to go up on a good running back. I can tell you that right now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, by the by the end of that contract, he'll be making average money. So you know, at that point, it's fine to have him there. And then 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 you can trade him too. If he's not making crazy money, and that's what his contract you can just is. Release him, like yeah, really. you can release him. You know, you know, whatever. You have options down the road. You know, if that's the system that they want to go with, then sure, yeah, he could do that. I think. Wait, so do you want them to do a Todd Gurley situation? A Todd Gurley? What do you mean a Todd Gurley? Situation? Like pay him a lot of money, but have that option to release him and only take like a little cap hit. Sure. Well, not little. It was a decent cap hit, but... I mean, if they can take a little cap just hit, one year hell yeah, so. why not? Yeah. They might as well. Because I, I still think they're going to need some options. You know, some uh, some playmakers this year Well, to uh, step up. Their backup running back was pretty good last year. Who was their backup? At Boise State. Uh, Alexander uh, Madison. Boise State's a... He's good. Mm-hmm. He yeah, he is. Now. And they also have uh, 
Theo Riddick. No, well, he's on the, the Nebraska boy. Uh, Abdullah. Ah, Amir. That's where. That's where, he's a special teams guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You he, know what? Never mind. Scratch all of everything I said. Sign Amir for uh, max contract. Christian McCaffrey money. Yep. All right. You heard it here first. Abdullah, the uh, future of the Vikings backfield. Only time you'll hear it. Vic- or, uh, Reha, do you have anything to add to the Vikings? Mm, no, not. I think Joe covered most of it. Damn right I did. On his rant. Rant? That wasn't even hardly a rant. If you want to oh, no, no. make a lot of sense with the <laughs> Dalvin Cook situation. Yeah. All right, so then we have our last team of the uh, episode, the New England Patriots, 12-4 last year, Coach Bill Belichick. Uh, and obviously in the uh, news right now with Cam Newton signing, uh, a lot of pieces left, uh, Tom Brady, Van Noy, Jamie Collins, Landon Roberts, Gronk, uh, stuff like that. What, what do you think is like the – expiration date for the dynasty now that uh, Newton got there, uh, Reha. Can you repeat that question, please? What do you think is the expiration date for the dynasty now that all those pieces are gone, but they added Cam Newton? So... Or does it depend on Belichick's duration at the Patriots? I just, I don't know. I have a feeling Newton's going to be great here, but I think he's only one year, one year Patriot. I think he'll have a good year. Someone else will pay him a lot of money. He'll go somewhere else. But like you were saying earlier, if they keep bringing in veteran quarterbacks that, like we saw Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. Cam Newton, obviously, Philip Rivers, someone like that. Yeah. If you can just write off veterans and keep Belichick's, what do you want to call it, going, yeah. his reign, like, he's a great coach. I mean, he could, they could probably ride playoffs at least till Belichick retires. But well, we're looking for 10 wins plus. Can you guarantee that for this upcoming season and then the next one? Uh, it depends on defensive play. I'm going to say no. No 10 wins this year. Not a chance. You are just a Debbie Downer. Well, you know, and I'll tell you why, Jacob. I, uh, you're going to have to edit this one part out because I can't remember where I was at. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, Cam's going to have, he might, he, he might have a great year for the Patriots, but you know they didn't just lose Tom Brady this offseason. They like you, you like you guys said they lost a lot of pieces. I can give you the pieces that no, they you lost. Know, you said them it's not. a no, no, no. It's Philip Dorsett, Tom Brady, Gronk, Kyle Van Noy, Landon Roberts, Danny Shelton, Jamie Collins, Derwin Harmon, and, and oh, Derwin Harmon I think also went to Lions. Okay, so Cam Newton is not going to come in and fix all of these things, and they're going to have to change their scheme for him, obviously, because Cam Newton's not Tom Brady. They have different play styles. So, you know, year one, obviously, it's going to be different. And different is usually, in the NFL, a different scheme, a different situation, a different quarterback, whatever that means. It's not an improving type of situation most of the time. Especially with an offseason where they're not together. Exactly. And especially this offseason more than anything. Because, you know, this is just a crazy time we're living in. But, you know, like, like Cole said, Cam's only going to be there for a year, I bet. He's either going to do shit and probably go, you know, away the route of, you know, Sam Bradford or whatever. Or he's going to do really good 
and he's going to go sign somewhere else where he can make a lot of money and maybe win. I mean, if he wants to win, it's not the Patriots. If he wants to make money, they probably could pay him, but I don't think the Patriots will because they have so many needs right now that I don't I don't think they're going to you know shell out for a Buku deal on a, a top tier quarterback right now. It's it's gonna be that's just a stopping point for him right now, and this is just you know you talked about the end of the dynasty. What was the expiration date? I think the expiration date was, you know, the wild card round of the playoffs last year. I think this is the end of the dynasty. It might not be a, a sudden end. It, they they're obviously not gonna go 0 and 16 this year, but you know they're not gonna be the Patriots that you know people remember the Patriots as. It's gonna be a I mean it might be a slow downhill if Cam plays well. If he doesn't play well, it's going to be a quick, you know, downhill slide. I had something to counter that, but that was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. Goddamn right it was. Uh, Sunglasses. I said I was going to counter. I still am. Uh, So Cam Cam stays for a year, let's say that. Uh, He leaves. it's now Sidham's team. Alright. He learned from pocket passer Tom Brady and versatile Cam Newton. I mean Stidham is an athlete. Yeah, and two MVPs. I mean, it's hard to think that Stidham wouldn't actually have success after getting mentored by those guys. No, so. just because you're mentored by him doesn't mean you're gonna produce anything. That's true. You know, I could go and you know I, I could go and watch and learn from Tom Brady and Cam Newton, but I'm not going to be any good. I can tell you that right now. Okay, that's fair. Stidham obviously has a great advantage in probably every category, you know, but that doesn't mean necessarily that it's going to translate to wins on the field. Okay, but... Uh, or, what, what, you know, if they want to continue that culture of a dynasty going. What know, I'm saying sure. is, like, even if you are right with Cam Newton not bringing him to the playoffs, which I think they will... Um, what's going to, even a year off that the dynasty can still continue with Stidham or if, uh, even if they're bad, they have a chance at Trevor Lawrence. They have a chance at, uh, Justin Fields. They have a chance at, uh, how many bad teams have you seen? They say, all right, well, you know, one piece away, one piece away. We just need to get, you know, Trevor Lawrence, this draft. And then we'll be good. Whatever happens to them, nothing. Every but no time. team Name that said that. Name one time that has said, like, oh, if we tank and we get this guy. Oh, next year we'll be back. And the Patriots level is such – it's so high. Like, you cannot get back to the Patriots level of dominance with just, like, a great draft class or a great free agency or both. Even in the same year, you know, you can't get back to what they were. They were the greatest, probably, football dynasty in the NFL in a long time, if not ever. And there, this is the end. I don't think there's any way of coming back to that. Wow. Those are some pretty damn big words. What do you keep throwing in there? They're bottle tabs. What do you think they are? That's a coin cup. Every coin cup has bottle tabs. All right. <laughs> so, uh, we already gave the uh, losses for the uh, Patriots. Uh, they trade their first-round pick for uh, or, and skipped on Jordan Love. Uh, in the second round, they uh, got Kyle Duggar, safety from Lenore Ryan. What? They got a safety from Lenore Ryan, and uh, they picked up Brian Hoyer again. We can hear you. 
You're not whispering <laughs> softly. Whispering. They got Brian Hoyer, Adrian Phillips, who's a big time safety from the uh, or DB from the Chargers, Demir Bird, and then obviously Cam Newton. Uh, what would you do? You think that uh, the Patriots draft went well, Reha, with passing on Jordan Love? Yeah, uh, I think they saw something like they must believe in Stidham, or they knew they could sign someone like Cam. And I don't know about Harmon or yeah, the, the safety they. Uh, Adrian Phillips. No, the who they draft second round. Oh, uh, Kyle Duggar. Kyle Duggar, yeah. They must have saw something in him because he's a small school guy. I did not expect that. And they picked him higher than. Some Grant Del- or wait, Grant Delpit might have been uh, before him, but uh, Winfield from uh, uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Or Diggs from Alabama. Yeah, and then there was an yeah some something else, but yeah, I was I wasn't happy. They must have saw something in him. But Belichick's good at that. He brings in these guys that... I'm glad you brought that up because one of the team needs I made was better drafting. All right? I'm going to go off like a couple years. Uh, They take Sonny Michelle, big rookie season, but that was before Nick Chubb was off the board. Both went to the same school. They had to have have, uh, scouted Chubb, but they went with Sonny Michelle... And then Sony struggles the second year. All right, Nikhil Harry, last pick in the uh, first round before DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, uh, Terry McLaurin, Debo Samuel. I don't understand it. Trading first round pick with love and uh, weapons, which they desperately need. Even with, like before Cam Newton was there, I can understand a rebuild before that. But now with Cam Newton there, a lot of weapons still on the board. Uh, T. Higgins, big mm-hmm. body. Uh, and then on in the second round, they draft a safety with uh, Del Pitt and Winfield still there. Uh, either Belichick's a genius, Harry's going to go off, Sony Michelle's going to go off, this Duggar guy's going to go off, or this is bad drafting by the Patriots. Yeah, I, I... Well, I heard a lot of people say, like, Harry wasn't as bad as people thought he was. They said he was open on a lot of plays. They just didn't think Brady trusted him. And Brady would always try to force Edelman or James White out of the backfield. But that might be a sign, too. If it could, Yeah, it very well could be. But I think Harry, I, I think he'll be good. Just needs an opportunity. You don't Plus, think- playing with Brady as a rookie is probably so much pressure. Yeah, that's true. Plus, that receiving core, I mean, with Harry on the field, there's probably a decent amount of pressure on him. Yeah, like, for sure. Defensive-wise. Uh, Joe, what do you think about those uh, drafting uh, needs? Well, <clears throat> you know, I think the Patriots, they're, you know, say what you will about them, but they've, they've been a pretty smart organization overall, you know. We just talked about their dynasty and uh, how they've continued that success more or less for the past, you know, what, 15, 20 years now. And I, I won't, I won't claim to know that I'm better than Kraft or Belichick or anything like that. So, you know, I, I, you know, you see him taking a guy from Lenore Ryan, what, early second round, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, you know, if they see that, they know they're not going to just take some random second round or, you know, some random guy in the second round. They had to see something they really liked because 
I mean, he, he probably wasn't going to get stolen from him, you know, in the second or third round or whatever. Stolen or stolen? 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 Stolen. No, it's not stolen. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Steelded it. Steelded. Steelded. He yeah. wasn't going to get steelded from the Patriots <laughs> at the time. Stelt. 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 You guys are right. There it is. Yeah. Uh, so they, they they knew what they were doing. You know, they know, they understand. Like, you see a team like the Patriots drafting a guy from Lenore Rhine. I think that's the name of the school. I'm not 100% sure. Either that or Bill went fucking crazy. Well, that's the thing is, people are going to see them drafting a kid from this small D2 school in the second round. They're going to like, oh, that's dumb as shit. And, you know, they're smarter than that. If they know that that guy's not any, you know, good, they won't take him. <laughs> but what if... And tell There's me this. There's a reason why. They tell me this isn't Bill Belichick. He sees uh, Matthew Slater getting old. And he's like, I need that special teams guy that's going to be an All Pro for eight years, Kyle Duggar. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. I can't. I'm not going to go and make all these claims about, you know, knowing this what he's guy doing. and this guy and the next and whatever about, you know, trying to replace this guy with this guy or uh, all that stuff. But I, 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 you know, I think that. Belichick's a smart guy. That's 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 the end of my point there, I suppose. Yeah, Patriots fans are basically just along for the ride. They don't know what they should do with the team. They just let Bill decide. Yep. All right. So what? Except for starting Rex Burkett, that needs to happen. All right. Duly noted. I'll let him know. Uh, what's the uh, projected record for the Patriots this uh, season, Ria? Ten wins. Joe. Eight. Solid eight and eight. I'm going to go with 10 too. Playoff team lock. No way. All right. This we, is the end of the Patriots dynasty. We will let you discuss your playoff predictions when uh, we get to that episode after the team previews. All right. But for right now, we will be getting to the uh, bold predictions and safe predictions for each team. Uh, Reha, are we starting with you? Yep. All right. I need a bold and safe prediction for the Rams. All right, Rams. Bold prediction. They make the playoffs. Okay. Safe prediction. Wait, behind their defense or offense? Honest, well, probably their offense, really. Yeah. Okay. I think. And their defense is going to be okay, but I think they just don't have pieces around Ramsey and Donald. But safe prediction... I don't know. They'll they'll play the teams. They'll play the Niners hard. They'll play the Seahawks hard. I just don't think they'll win those games. They'll be competitive. Yep. Yep. Okay. Joe, go ahead. Well, for the Rams. Yep. My bold prediction is that the Rams get last in their division. My bold prediction right now. So you are kind of believing in the Cardinals. Wrong. Second to last in their division. <laughs> Cardinals still suck more. Uh, okay, it's not that bold if you say second to last. It's, it's pretty bold. Seahawks That's... and 49ers. Okay, fine. Last then. Hell, why not? All right. Let's go bold. Uh, safe prediction, Jared Goff and also Sean McVay have, they have nice years. They what? Have, they have nice years. They have a good year. They're not going to break any records. They're not gonna <laughs> that is crazy. very safe, Joe. Exactly. They're just going to be you know, solid guys. That's it. Just going to be fine. 
fist bump, you know. McVay's like average coaching. Yep. Hundred percent. Goff has like three thousand two hundred sure. yards and Sure, why not? Alright. He's just gonna have a solid year. You're not gonna draft him in the first you know, round of fantasy. But he's gonna get taken. I wouldn't do that if he had five thousand yards. If he had five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns, I would probably take Jared Goff in the first round. Fifty touchdowns, that's a shit. Back end. Wait, are we talking uh, six points per passing touchdown or four? I don't know. I don't care. Do whatever you want. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, mine is uh, Cam Akers gets 1,000 yards, has a 1,000-yard season, 10 touchdowns. Safe bet, Robert Woods is going to the Pro Bowl. I, think it, I honestly think that one's a lock because Brandon Cooks is out. and they're the, That's the deep threat guy now. All right, so we'll go to the uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, who wants to start that one? I'll start it. All right, Reha. So, bold prediction, two starts every game. Every game, all right. Safe bet. That's a tough – I don't know. The Dolphins are so, like, either they're going to be hit or miss. I think. <laughs> There's no safe bet with them. No, that's – I'm going to say a safe bet. Again, I don't know. Give me something with Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, safe bet. Jordan Howard runs for 800 yards or more. I, I like it. Joe, go ahead. Uh, so, start off with safe bet. I'm going to say uh, Fitzmagic starts to see. Very safe, thank you. Pretty safe. Uh, bold bet. Their bold prediction, Joe's bold prediction of the week. Uh, we're gonna go. They're gonna go two and zero versus the Pats this year. First time in probably twenty some years. Yeah. Probably at least maybe. I don't know. No, that's pretty bold. I like it. That's bold, and you know, well, I mean, it's not bold actually. Looking at the Pats, but yeah, it's, it's just a thing. I like that one. All right. All right. My bold one is Tua leads the Dolphins to nine and seven and squeak by with that seven seed playoffs. Safe bet, Byron Jones lives up to the money. I like him a lot. I think I don't know if he's the top corner, but with that market being where it's at, I think he lives up. And uh, yeah, so we'll go to the Vikings now. I'll uh, start off this one. Uh, bold prediction. Adam Thielen gets less than 800 yards throughout the season, whether it's due to injury, whether it's due to not not being productive at all, sitting out. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Uh, safe bet, Vikings have a bottom 10 defense. I think the cornerback struggles are going to catch up, and they won't be able to stop anyone through the air. And look at that. Uh, obviously, Bears quarterback is terrible but Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford had a surprisingly really good efficient year last year that I think they'll get torched at least through the division and I don't know what their schedule is for the next season uh Joe do you want to take the Vikings yeah why not what's uh <clears throat> I'm gonna start with my uh, bold prediction for the Vikings is that Amir Abdullah returns a kick at some point over the year that's it. 
That's not bold. <laughs> it's that pretty should, bold. That should be your safe bet. It's pretty bold. You, okay. Uh, my safe bet, though, is that Kirk Cousins is a letdown if you look at the money that he's paid. What would you describe a letdown? Oh. You're the one making the bet, so it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks. What is the letdown to you? It's easy to let down. What does that mean? Like well, if, if that you team's get into bad. Got to go and say like, what are their their plans? They're praying. Their plans are probably to make the Super Bowl, right? Make the Super Bowl, not win the Super Bowl. That's probably what they're trying to get to right now, right? Oh, well, I think I, I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to get you there. I don't think he's going to have the Peyton Manning passing or touching or a touchdown season. So if they, I don't if, think he's going to be a. Team if they don't leader, make the like Super Tom Bowl, Brady that's is. a letdown for you. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is. I don't think he's going to have the kind of year that you would hope for somebody that you're paying him this much money for to have. Because if you're paying this much, well, I guess whatever, but if you were paying them this much money, you, you know, you're going to want a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, yada, 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 that kind of season. And you're going to get an okay season out of him. All right. Uh, At best. Ryan Tannehill makes about the same amount with both of their extensions. Who do you expect to have a better season? Who's Ryan Tannehill playing? <laughs> the Titans. Ryan Tannehill. You expect him to have a better season? Yeah, their secondary is weak at the Vikings, so, you know, it's going to be a rough time for them on Yeah, defense. but that means that Kirk Cousins is going to be throwing it more to catch up. Uh, it doesn't mean he's going to be winning a lot. All right. My turn. Yes, it is your turn. Right, bold prediction: Vikings win the division. Oh, safe bet, Daniel Hunter. He just gets, came out swinging. That is bold as shit. Hold Daniel, on now, we need to discuss this. Well, safe Hold bet, Daniel Hunter gets 15 plus sacks this year. I like the safe bet. That's probably a good one. Uh, Vikings win the division. Yep. You're lucky Jack's not on the phone right now. I know, but he said 100 percent Packers. Yep. No, he said 100 percent Super Bowl win. I'm pretty sure. Well, he said 100 percent division Packers and his. Safe bet was Packers making the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, I, I so what are your thoughts? I think I think they know what they're doing. Mike they all these, so Trey Wayne's and Xavier Rhodes weren't that good at the l- last year. They yeah, were no. So they bring in Gladney. They might have some guys that played a little bit last year. They have uh, what's his name from UCF, Mike Hughes. Oh yeah, yeah. His first round pick. He's a corner. He's promising. He's just been hurt. He's yeah. healthy. He yeah, he got some good minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Offense-wise, are you, are you saying you're going against Adam Thielen? It, my bold prediction of? Yeah, I think Thielen will have a good year. I think Jefferson will have a good year. Oh, I think Irv Smith will have a good year, too. I'm I'm rooting for Adam I Thielen. Think it, all, just, it all depends on if Dalvin Cook does his holdout shit or not. I don't know. So, what did you say? Okay. Uh, all right. That's pretty bold. Well, bold. I like it. Everyone, write that down. I was thinking about it too. Actually. Bold, bold. All right, and then we're to the Pats. All right. We're or no, we're gonna start off with Joe on this one. I didn't even think about anything to say. All right, we're gonna start off with Reha on this one. Bold prediction. Yep. Uh. Tony Michelle runs for over a thousand yards. Alright, that is bold. Safe bet, they have a winning record. Alright, I like that one. I'll go next. Bold, 
Newton's a top five MVP candidate. That's bold as shit, dog. I don't know. No, that's bold as shit. All right. If, if when they, was the last time Newton was a if top they, five MVP candidate? When he won the MVP, ago? probably? Yeah, maybe. Yeah? But if they have a winning record, if they're in uh, a competition for the division, and people understand there's no tight end, there's not very good wide receivers, Newton will be a top five candidate. I disagree completely. Do you want to get into it, or you just want to say that? We can if we want to. I don't care. It's right. up to you. you, you want know, to do give this give me, me your take. That's stupid as shit. Why? Cam Newton. Okay, he was a top five. He was a, The last time he was a top five, I mean, this is not probably true, but last time he was a top five MVP candidate was when he won the MVP, probably. Okay. What, 2014? Yep. So it's been six years since then. How many injuries since then? A couple? A few. Yep. Uh, this year, starting a new system. New quarterback, new receivers, uh, running back by committee. Uh, who's their star wide receiver or receiver just in general? Edelman. Edelman at the Patriots? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you think Edelman is going to be the same kind of thing he is with Cam as he is with Tom? No. Because it's a different play style, yeah. right? So the entirety of New England is going to have to adjust to Cam's new play style, right? Uh, Probably. Not necessarily. Okay, so then is Bill Belichick going to change his entire offensive scheme to adjust to Cam, or is Cam going to have to adjust to Bill Belichick's scheme? I would it's give and take. Give and take, just you know, fifty, you know, some mix somewhere. Yeah. A little bit of you know, a little bit of scrambles, a little bit of you know, some dip and dunk, a little bit of deep throws. I bet there's some more RPOs. Some RPOs. Yeah, a little I like bit a good of, RPO. Every a little bit of kind of the wildcat, but it's actually still the quarterback. Wildcat, that's dangerous. Especially the goal line, which Patriots were a, I think they were under top 15. Yeah. Uh, worst. Uh, red, red zone. Red zone uh, Efficiency. Yep. I can see that. And you think that changing the quarterback and losing a shit ton of pieces is going to be the answer to that problem. I, I think maybe a QB spy instead of a coverage guy or a rusher could help that with the passing. Because he, he is a dual threat guy that Tom was not. No, Tom was and, a fucking giraffe. And what Nobody's I'm saying is... saying that. And what I'm saying is... Winning record? Probably. Competition for the division? I still would prefer the Bills, or not, not preferred, but I would still bet the Bills to win the division, but if they're even, like, last game, game or, like, week 17, and uh, okay, okay, pa- Patriots make the playoffs, Newton's going to be a top five MVP, and it could be because Belichick made the system around him. It couldn't even be, like, but, like, I think that, and uh, with you saying that uh, some of them had to adapt to uh, Noon's Jesus Christ, uh, Noon's play style. Well, James White, or he knows how to deal with a pass catching running back. He had Christian McCaffrey. He's got James White. Definitely not the same kind of player. No, no, no. But he knows how to use James White. Sure. Uh, Nikhil Harry. Uh, Tom Brady never really used those big receivers. Okay. Um, he used the slot guys that were stars for him, but uh. I think Nikhil Harry or Demir Bird or um, Mohamed Sanu 
could thrive under Cam Newton. And also with Sony Michelle, I don't know how well he does because I still don't know what kind of running back he will be for the NFL. But I think the offensive line, um, either I think they they've gotten older. And uh, they've kind of got stuff under, the, like David Andrews, uh, Joe Thune, Shaq Mason, stuff like that. Uh, they kind of experienced a down year, and now that's kind of actually going to push them forward. Go ahead, Joe. Well, okay, so we're just going to work through Cam's season right here. Like like you said, he's got a, a good pat, or pass catching back with James White, mm-hmm. right? And then other than that, it's running back by committee, you know, for, for the run game. Uh, and then you said a few of the receivers, Tom Brady didn't use very well, and that Cam might I, use. I, I, and I don't think he didn't use them very well. I just think that. Um, they could have been used better. Not even that. I just think, like, uh, it wasn't his play style. Like, it wasn't his play style. Yeah. Well, yeah, so they could, you know, could have been used better like in, you a, would, in a different play style. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, a few good wide receivers and a good pass catch, a good pass catching running back, running back by committee. Okay. I still, with all of that going for him, it's still a lot of change going from Cam Newton. At, like, how was he two years ago? I mean, I'm sure he was. I think he was injured last year, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, his last full season. How you know how was he? He had Christian McCaffrey he was a good pass catching running back, and those were wide receivers. I don't remember if they were good or not. DJ Moore and I know Greg Olson. Uh, Greg Greg Olson's Greg Olson, but you know it's not. I don't know who the other one would be. Devin Funches. Devin Funches. Yeah. Uh, so not not guy's name. Not Chris the, Samuel. Not the best yeah. options is what you're saying here. No. So so him going to somewhere where. He might be able to use utilize these players better. Is going to make the difference between him being not an MVP candidate, which he hasn't been for the past five or so years, to becoming an MVP candidate. I mean, if he would if he would have gone to maybe the Saints, where they have a bunch of great weapons and established weapons, then sure I could see that. But really, if you look at the Patriots, you know what what have they done? You know Edelman's. Edelman's an all-time, you know, slot receiver talent. Whatever. Not whatever to what he is, but, you know, I, that's just it. But I don't see there's enough help there and enough help on defense for him to be a top-five MVP candidate, even if they were... Okay, so you said, uh, what, in competition for the play, in competition for winning the division, right? Yep, and making the playoff. And I think your argument actually uh, part of the reason that I'm saying he could be an MVP candidate because he has he, he utilizes them. Really. Even that, or they're doing well, and it, it it could maybe be like he has 25 passing touchdowns. So, so not great or anything. So like he elevates the talent on the Patriots because the talent on the Patriots right now isn't great. We know that. Or he's just using to the best of the. But that's their elevating ability. their abilities. Or just elevating or using yeah. their using them better yeah. than what Tom had, and I can't see Cam Newton doing better at than Tom at using receivers. Because I mean, Tom 
don't, I mean, Tom and Bill, they have their system, and if, you know, anymore it's more dip and dunk kind of passes. He's not tossing 60-yard bombs to Randy Moss like he was in 08. So I can't see Cam Newton, who, you know, he hasn't been anything worth a shit, really. I mean, not worth, not like he's shit, but I'm not saying he's going to be an MVP caliber talent. I can't see him becoming this in one year with these talents right now that Tom Brady didn't, like, you know, use them to their full potential. Let's put it that way. I don't know. Okay. That's fair, and I respect your argument. Just I'm right, though. <laughs> this is my bold prediction. <laughs> my safe prediction, Pat make playoffs. Also stupid. All right. <laughs> Rhea, sorry to uh, leave you quiet so long. Uh, you want to give us your Pat's bold and safe? I think I already did, didn't I? Did you? Pretty sure I did. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I did. What was it? I said Michelle, bold, Michelle, oh, yep. 1,000 yards, yep. safe. Yep. All right. Joe, go ahead. All right. Well... God, we've been talking forever. Gotta find my notes here. It's one page. <laughs> it's scribbly. My safe prediction is that the Pats don't make the playoffs. Uh, we got two different safe ones. Okay, I wrote, I wrote one word for one word for bold. What was it? <laughs> I don't know. No, I got it. My bold prediction for the uh, Patriots is that Rex Burkhead is their uh, top running back this year. Like, number one depth chart. Yep. Most touchdowns, most running yards, number one depth chart. That's my bold prediction. All right. They finally see the value. All right. So do you guys have anything to add to uh, those four teams that we just covered? I don't think so. No, I think we covered most of it. I oh, yeah, I so. feel like you Holy need shit. to get your voice in a little bit more. That was a lot of me and Joe. Well, you guys are Patriots fans, so I just let you guys go. Formally. Still. Just being a gentleman. I was a little depressed after Tom, but Noon, Noon brought it back. I don't give two shits. I need a new I, I can tell you I don't a, give two shits. Whether <laughs> I need a new team. Everybody out there on the Scoop and Score uh, All right. fan people, shoot out your... Uh, yeah, comment quest. below what team he should follow. Yeah. I'm a free agent right now. Let's try and sign me. I would go for either Browns. Nope. Or Colts. Maybe. Oh, I'd go with I'd go with Browns or Chargers. Chargers? No, I can't do the Chargers. Dalton's a Chargers fan. There can't be two Chargers. Oh, I'd go with Broncos then. No, Bates is a Broncos guy. No, he's a Packers guy. No, he's also a Broncos guy. That's weird. And also they got rid of Andy Jamis. Fine, do Raiders. Raiders? Now I like that culture there. Yeah. I do like John Gruden. You know, it's in the discussion. All right. So uh, comment on the uh, podcast that tells you what uh, what team you should start yeah, following. Tell since. me why. I want you know. Give me your best sales pitch. Let's hear it. I don't. I don't. All right. Fair. I don't want to just hear bears, bears. All right. Bears. Uh, signing off. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope to give you another episode here soon. Uh, Joe, anything to add? No. Reha. Nope. Cheney in the corner. No, thank you. All right. Thank you guys.